Hey, what's up everyone? As we say goodbye to 2019 and hello to 2020, in this episode we wanted to take a look back at a few of the noteworthy events that had a direct impact on the cannabis industry, and to look forward with a few predictions of what to expect for 2020. I hope you enjoy the show as much as we enjoyed bringing it to you. On behalf of the team at Jamrock Organics, we hope that 2020 will be your best year yet. Happy New Year, everyone. I'm your host, Garth Case, alongside my partners in all things green, Odain Gabe and Andre Brown, and this is The Real Green Show. Watch ya! Hey, tell them as any to represent it. Jamrock Organics, them have the best thing. Medicine Marijuana. Jamrock Organics, tell them we say. have the best legal and medicine marijuana. We grow natural from the earth by the farmer. Jamrock Organics, them are the best. Them producing some of the purest cannabis. Are the best legal and medicine marijuana. Grow natural from the earth by the farmer. Jamrock Organics, them are the best. Them producing some of the purest cannabis. Hey guys, how you doing? Hey G, what's going on? How are you? I'm good, man. I'm good. This is uh O and G. How's your Christmas? <laughs> o O G. <laughs> That's funny. <right? laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. What's going on, Dre? I'm good, man. I'm happy to be here. Missed you guys over the Christmas. Yeah, seriously. I mean, I can't believe this is the last podcast of the year. You know, it's just the stuff is just moving by so quickly. Yeah, the year this year, I, I like I know exactly what I was doing this time last year, and um, to see that it's a year later already. But this was a good year, especially hooking up with you guys to make some history. Absolutely, no doubt about it. And we're in the right place to make history. Absolutely, it yeah. was a very fast moving year, man. It went by really quickly, but you know, a lot of things um, developed, which are good. Some not so much, but. <laughs> You know, at the end of the day, we can all be grateful for it. Absolutely. No, no one ever thought we'd be where we are right now anyway, in terms of, you know, when we think about the industry of cannabis. It is unbelievable. Uh, and that's kind of what we're de- dedicating this episode to, right, is talking about the largest developments, in our opinion, uh, you know, over 2019. And we'll touch on some 2020 predictions. So this is going to be a good one. Uh, and so our listeners should definitely stick with us through the entire thing and, uh, and take a listen, right? Because I'm sure you will learn something and again, you can hold us to it and see whether or not our predictions hold, um, come next year. So absolutely. that said, guys, uh, you know, it's funny when I look back at 2019 and, and recognize where we are, it's unbelievable to think that, you know, 11 states already have. You know, recreational use of cannabis, 33 states with medical use, right? Across the world, over 17 countries have legalized or decriminalized cannabis. And, you know, up to about 13 states now are going to be talking about, you know, putting some kind of um, cannabis program, whether medical or, or um, recreational, on, um, on the ballot for next year. So it's, it's just an exciting time uh, over, overall. I think the silver lining for me, though, is recognizing that, you know, with all these programs, they're finally doing more about decriminalization of weed. Um, so many people have been locked up for very little reason or, you know, or jails are, are overcrowded because of people who were caught with, you know, a joint, right? Stuff like that. It's just unbelievable. So I'm really happy to see that that's been a focus for the government and so on in terms of how they've approached this. So um, that to me has been a huge silver lining in, in terms of you know the overall legalization process. What do you guys think? You know, I would agree with you there 100%. Most of the conversation about the, the cannabis industry has always been about medicine and about money. No one has really paid more attention to the, you know, to the humanistic side of it where it has negative affected, neg- negatively affected so many lives for decades. And now, you know, with it being decriminalized and there's, there's a lot of movement, you know, taking place legally to let these people free. And I agree with it, you know, because we wouldn't be talking about cannabis if you didn't have people making lives, trying to live just to survive every day, you know, which kind of basically created the industry that we're going to be profiting from today. So I agree with you. 
absolutely absolutely you know um we've seen how quickly this industry has risen and and to be honest with you i, I think you know the less fortunate have been left behind you know the, the people who've really um the pioneers of this industry we've seen them being um, left behind and you know it it, it 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 goes to show you that you know with the rise of big money and you know big investments you know the the there's a there's a real um, disparity <laughs> between the two that's coming up and i think 2020 will really you know we'll see a closing that disparity will hopefully we'll see more people who are you know negatively negatively affected by this by the, the war on drugs being brought into the industry yeah i agree i mean the folks that have been you know disenfranchised the most in neighborhoods you know i'm hoping that they will see some benefit here uh, i really do hope so i know that you know for us at jamrock it's going to be very 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 important in anything we do to ensure that you know we play our part in, in doing so you know, folks that have been disenfranchised should be a part of should be looking to you know um legally profit from this industry and uh and so we'll be definitely focused on that in our in our plans for 2020 also so uh, dre what do you think is um uh, our next um big thing for 2019 for me, undoubtedly, it's the explosion of CBDs. I mean, CBDs is CBDs are everywhere right now, and this started really pretty much November of last year with the the passing of the Farm Bill. And so immediately when we came into January and February of last year, you saw a bunch of new companies coming in, and literally. You know, you have you have CBD for animals, you have CBD for humans, you have CBD. You see restaurants coming out with CBDs on their menu. Um, you see cosmetics coming out with CBDs everywhere. CBD is now a global. It's in fact, it's a household thing. Everyone is understanding the benefits of it, as you know, in terms of health and wellness. It, it's it's huge. It went from a hundred million dollar industry last year, and I think up until September, it was somewhere near four or five hundred million. So it's it's just to, for me, this year has been is has been the CBD year. Twenty nineteen is a year of CBD. Oh, you agree? I absolutely agree. Um, the the CBD boom is something that you know we we really didn't predict that would happen here in, in uh, 2019, but because of the farm bill, you know it's it, you know so many people have taken advantage of it, and I think it's a good thing, you know. And again, the CBD industry is young as well as as young as the, the cannabis industry overall. So I think there's a lot more maturing that will take place. And you know it's 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 a pretty exciting time, absolutely. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, you know, it's to a point though where sometimes I, I feel like it's um, reaching a point of saturation. There's so many people involved in the CBD business. It's a little scary at, at times, um, primarily because people are just jumping in without actually understanding how um, CBDs work and where and how you know, what dosage should be used and so on. They're just literally just taking it as an ingredient and sticking it in any product. Uh, and, you know, so that could hurt a little bit. But again, I'm excited by the fact that people are recognizing that this is something that is a, a very, very real medicine and ingredient that, um, you know, can bring forth good benefit. Uh, and so, you know, definitely I would agree with you, Andre. This is the runaway, um, you know, item for 2019 it is it's truly truly gone from zero to a hundred real quick <laughs> and i think it might it, it will definitely open up the door for traditional cannabis you know marijuana you know you know in terms of that that acceptance window i think this cbd this farm bill really helps agreed 100 percent. so oh uh what do you think is your, your next um, big thing for 2019 uh, you know, um, I think we should talk about this vaping thing that went on uh, this year that really rocked not only um, the e-cigarette industry or the cannabis and CBD industry, but, you know, it's it was really an earth-shattering moment for a lot of companies. You know, you know we, we've seen that people have been vaping for the last 10 years, 
And, um, you know, we've seen with the rise of, you know, more companies getting into the space that it allowed a lot of bad actors to really infiltrate the space as well. And we've seen, you know, all these deaths over the past couple of years um, because of, I mean, over the past year because of um, this this substandard product that, that was infused with the vitamin E acetate. You know, again, we spoke about vitamin E acetate. It's not supposed to be inhaled at all. It's something that's supposed to be, <laughs> um, you know, placed on the skin. So, you know, I, I think regulation is needed in this industry in a big way. Um, there's a real need for companies to to, to do the right thing. And, um, you know, with this ban that's taking place right now, I think a whole lot more research needs to be done around yeah, um, I agree with these you. cigarettes. I think the ban is very unfair to a certain degree here, uh, quite honestly. You know, it, it seems like it's it really is an attack on the vaping industry. Um, we still don't know, you know, the safety side of vaping, but we do know that this came out of nowhere suddenly, right, which was just so unusual to see um, and, and we know that the bad actors had a lot to do with that I'm not you know I don't necessarily agree that the technology of vaping is bad I do believe that the ingredients need to be looked at like you said oh and it needs to be some regulation what do you think Andre without question uh, this this was definitely uh, a shot across the bow the way I see it for 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 the industry in that it you know because of the banning and I didn't necessarily agree with the banning at the beginning right across the board but totally understood that they had to get it under control and they had to manage it now the good thing that I think that came from this was that it really made everyone and that really that also included us it made us realize that you know we did not know enough about this and we were promoting this and one of the things that I still give UG a lot of props for because being the CEO of the company you know that was going to be a, a huge part of the the, the, the the revenue generating aspect of our business and you made the decision right out the door to pull the, to pull the product and that you know that that shows so much about the character that you have and it shows a lot about the character of who we are here at Jamrock Organics but you know that being said it was big news I'm glad what has come out now that the um the culprit seems to have been you know the the bad actors as you as you guys says the guys that are trying to make a quick buck on the side using the popularity and the explosion of the CBD industry and they were trying to make a quick buck but the CBD has come down and said clearly this is what the problem in no part on their website in no part of their report did they mention CBDs or cannabis, and I'm very happy about that. Yeah, right. no, absolutely, absolutely, I am too. You know, so hopefully we'll see some um, some changes here. You know, as things move forward. You know, it's funny. I was reading a report the other day that that said that vaping had actually not slowed down. In fact, it was picking up, right? Um, and uh, you know, it's so it's so some some in some ways I think people are choosing convenience over you know the the scare tactic that's been put in place um and all the warnings that are being put in place but we kind of knew that's the way it would be because you know we've learned that from cigarettes we've known that cigarettes have been killing people forever but it hasn't stopped people from smoking might have reduced it a bit but um, people are still smoking out there man um and i, I think you know I, again i'm hoping to see that there's a you know some some way in which we can all agree on on the safe guideline for for the vaping industry uh you know we've seen companies like jewel like you mentioned uh, oh that is just you know um decimated right um by by this and you know of course i'm not going to say that they're without fault they were doing things that they probably shouldn't have been doing like marketing to kids uh and and that's a no so you know obviously they deserve to have their hands slapped but at the end of the day though um know this this very 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 public kind of attack on this industry has affected a lot of businesses a lot of small businesses a lot of large businesses and so i'm you know i'm a little concerned about that uh and i'm hoping that things kind of turn around there so we'll see what happens for 2020 uh another thing from my perspective you know when i was thinking about 2019 was uh you know this correction in cannabis stocks you know it seems like the green rush is over right and 
and probably rightfully so because too many people I think were entering the industry under false pretense you know some people were just starting companies and quickly trying to put them on the public stock market in Canada uh, and raising capital and so on with no real business plan uh, and so that in, in itself hurt the industry you know we've seen where you know you know places like Canada and even California you know failed to meet their financial projections um, mostly because of regulation quite honestly you know because you know if you've seen the taxes in this industry are no joke um, and the, the limitations um, that are placed on us you know, obviously ties our hands very very tightly in terms of how we can market and, and the conversations we can have uh, and so I think that's impacted the stock in a, in a very very big way you know, yeah, overall, I do believe that, you know, we'll see a resurgence, right? Uh, you know, whether it be in 2020 or not, we'll wait till we talk about our predictions there. But I do think there'll be a resurgence. I think we're seeing it as just really a correction at this point. I think there was way too much hype. Um, Andre, what do you think? I, I disagree with you slightly in that I don't believe the green rush is over. I believe, I believe that it, 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 it kind of streamed out or weeded out, you know, the, the, the men from the boys, the people who are serious about the industry and not so serious about the industry. Based on where it's coming from in terms of being illegal, lack of research, it's going to take time for it to develop. And, you know, as we can still see, we, you know, we still have banking issues, we still have legal issues to, to, to overcome. So those things are, are on the horizon. So I can't really say, well, that it's over because who knows what will happen once all the banking issues are over and all of the legal issues are over. That's when I think the real rush is going to come. The game right now is not for the swift, but for those who can endure. Um, so I believe more is still coming, but I, 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 I agree with you in the sense that some of the predictions and everything that were taking place were, you know, it, it, were, it, it was overinflated. Everyone really thought that they were just going to make a big buck all of a sudden, primarily because on the black market, you know, it was already a big, a billion dollar industry. So it wasn't like as if you were creating new clients or creating a market. So they, everyone basically saw that, well, if we could make that shift, we could make a lot of money real quickly, but that didn't happen. But I still think it's a good investment. I would still advise people to get into the business because it's coming. It's definitely coming. Okay. Oh, do you agree? Yeah, I have to agree with Andre, you know, it, we, we, we both, we, we all know um, the, the potential of this industry and it's still in its infancy. Uh, there is so much room for growth here and I think it's just the beginning. Um, as Andre said, you know, the, the industry is going to mature and that's going to take time. So I think it's it's young, um, you know, you, you always say it, it reminds you of the internet boom, of the dot-com boom and I think that's the the truth and it still it still rings true um it just takes time and um, i think you know in the long run um the bad actors will be weeded out and the really good um solid and um you know stable people will come into the industry and really it, it will really take off in the next couple of years absolutely okay all right that's reasonable uh, you know again I look at the industry overall and, you know, I, I agree with you that it is in its infancy. Um, I still think that um, what I recognized or saw over 2019 was a lot of opportunistic people uh, attempting to inflate a market. Uh, and, you know, I think a lot of that's dying out. And, and, and I agree with you, Andre, that, you know, it's a separation of the, the men and boys, right? Um, you know. But there's also these just, again, these people that are almost con artists in a way that I think we're, we're beginning to shed because they are the guys looking for the quick buck, not really trying to help this industry in any way. And I think we're beginning to weed those people out, um, which in, in a way begins to, you know, I guess, break down investors a bit. Right. They start looking at, you know, this opportunity as as it should as a long term investment, not a short term one. Uh, and I'm hoping that um, you know, more of that will come about uh, so that we don't have these people that are confusing and making noise 
in our industry and, and kind of causing us not to not to flourish the way I know we can. Uh, you know, when I think about the changes that we've seen in the industry, you know, even at the management level of some companies, you know, with like the firing, for instance, of Bruce Linton um, from Canopy, that was a sign for me, right? Again, you know, because he was one of those people that was very, very bullish about the green rush, right? He did a great job, quite honestly, of getting people excited. Uh, but in some ways, falsely so, in that, you know, the predictions and the projections that he would put forward on the size of the industry and what was possible when, um, you know, was to me irresponsible. Primarily because, you know, when you think about forces that you can't control, like particularly government, um, and the laws, you have to recognize that you have to st keep a steady pace. It's not something that you're going to run through and and solve very quickly. It's not like we're, we're rolling out an app, right? This is something that, um, you know, it requires a lot of people's involvement. And, you know, the public sentiment is critical here. There are a lot of, lot of factors. Again, that's my thought on that. And you guys have any final thoughts? I think um, that it's um, important for um, the, the states and, you know, in terms of Canada, the Canadian government to really realize that this industry is not as bad as it seems. And these heavy restrictions that they're putting on um, so many of these companies and states, um, I think it, it, it really needs to be looked at because it really does allow the black market to thrive in this industry and um you know I, I just really think it needs to take a second look in terms of um the regulation and the taxes around the industry because it, it does allow so many bad actors um to to make so much money you know where when it could be going to the states and the governments true if i could just jump in real quick one last quick point on that my take on it is, is 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 slightly different again, and I hate to be the one that's, you know, trying to be a standout, but I'm really not. But I just really <laughs> see it differently. What you to always me, stand what, out, Andre, no matter what I you know, do. <laughs> I know, I know, I, I I try not to, but you know. Anyway, the point I'm making is that, and especially if you if you pay attention to all the people who are doing the predictions and 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 about the cannabis market where I think there's a fundamental problem, a fundamental estimation of error, is that everyone is trying to apply a business matrix to an, to, to an industry that has too many variables that are totally and completely out of our control. So this is why you see those sharp fluctuations in, you know, boom, boom, seller, boom, seller. And it's, it's because we're trying to apply a matrix that just does not fit the cannabis industry because of the laws, because of perceptions, because of cultures, because of misunderstanding, because of stigma. These are all factors that we have to overcome and that, you know, today it might be this, tomorrow it won't be this. It's really a long haul business. It's long haul projections. Anyone who's going to come in and trying to make a quick buck out of this, they're going to fail. And anyone is looking to invest to make a quick buck out of this, they're going to fail. And again, I think this is a part of what happened with, with, with Bruce because the thing is, the model and the way he, the aggressive nature that he had and, 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 and outlook that he had for building Canopy and for the industry itself, was good to a point. What he wasn't still recognizing were the endpoints. Who was going to be the consumers? How were they going to consume it? How were you going to transport certain things across state lines? These were these were really important points that were not taken into consideration, which is why some of the projections were not even necessarily overblown, but too soon. I see. No, I agree. You're you're right about that. Um, so, uh, yes, I'll, we'll make that the final point on, on 2019. Uh, I think this is one of those areas that we'll definitely keep an eye on in 2020, um, you know, because I, I'm all for more, you know, responsible management um, of companies in this industry. You know, we, we don't need, you know, over -predict predictions and, and bravado, you know, to, to, to try and push um, or make a successful industry it really doesn't you know i think we have a lot of hard-working people here that care about the industry and those are the people that 
we want to kind of push forward, not people that make, um, you know, overhyped um, pushes. Uh, so, you know, and let's talk about 2020, right, and make some predictions. And again, this is a scary part of this podcast because, you know, people are going to hold us to this. Um, so, <laughs> so let's see how well we know the industry or what we think our, our opinions are in, in terms of what will be happening. Um, I'll start first and in, in, in talk about banking. Uh, you know, this has been the toughest part of working in this industry and running a company in this industry is the, the difficult um, difficulties we face in the banking industry. Not having traditional banking is very, very, very tough. You know, our society is built around, um, you know, the banking industry uh, and not having a, a way to, to be banked is a big problem. Uh, and so in 2020, I'm, you know, I'm going to say that I don't see much changing. Um, we had a, a glimmer of hope in 2019 with the SAFE Act. Um, and suddenly, you know, that began to, you know, to disappear a bit um, in, in the, the light of everything that's happening, you know, kind of with, um, with uh, impeachment and, and things like that. So, uh, you know, I'm not that hopeful for 2020 that anything will change. But I'd like to hear your thoughts, Andre. I think, I, 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 I think there will be some change. I can't say specifically what, because of how heavy the political situation is right now with the impeachment and all that kind of stuff, um, with the election coming up next year, but still with the cannabis industry moving, with the CBD taking the forefront and making tons of money for a lot of people, but also making a lot of people well and healthy, I think there will be developments. I can't say specifically what, because you know, some of the some of the things that happened this year, we, we never saw coming from from anywhere. So I do believe, though, that there has to be some kind of substantial shift where the bankings and what they will allow the industry to do that. I do predict. Right, right. Um, I think um, in terms of banking, I think nothing will change um, legislatively. I don't think the government will step in here and change anything banking wise. But I do think um, a lot more individual financial institutions will be more comfortable um, taking on cannabis accounts because I think uh, you know as you know 2020 comes in and you know we see a whole lot more uh, establishment financially savvy people um, play stake in cannabis in the cannabis industry. I think a lot more com banking companies, you know, uh, will be uh, more amiable to opening and maintaining cannabis accounts. Of course, there'll be oversight, but you know, the, the fact that you know it's it's still a federally illegal substance, there there will have to be oversight. But I do think more companies will take the risk in uh, you know onboard um, cannabis accounts. Yeah, no, I I think you're right about that. Uh, you know, listen, it's about money. At the end of the day, I know banks want, you know, the, the um, deposits, right? You know, this is the way banks make money, essentially, right? So they, they want to ensure that they can have these deposits. And then the government wants to be able to get their taxes, right? So, uh, you know, we know something will happen here. I just don't think it'll happen in 2020 because I feel our government is extremely distracted at the moment. Um, and there are a whole lot of factors that are beyond our industry's control, right? Um, so timing couldn't be worse. But at the end of the day, uh, like you said, I think there will be a few um, that will will maybe recognize that this is not uh, an industry that should be treated as a villain um, and give us a, a break here. So let's keep our fingers crossed and see what happens in 2020. But um, for right now, I don't believe we will see much change. Andre, prediction from you. My prediction for 2020 is I do believe that a number of countries around the world, more specifically in the Caribbean and in Africa, are going to get into the industry, either by decriminalization, um, making medical marijuana legal, or going fully legal. Primary reason for that is that 
why why central why why the Caribbean, Central America, and Africa is that these are tropical climates. Uh, cannabis grows really well in tropical climates. Uh, the cultivars itself, you know, what we're seeing, especially in Jamaica, is cultivars that are being brought into the island from Canada, from other places around the world. Because of the tropical climate, it changes and it, it, it produces, you know, a morphed version of, of the, the cultivars that are being used or brought in from these other countries. The other main reason why this will happen, uh, why I'm predicting that it will happen, is that because in these regions you can grow outdoor, it costs your production cost to, to a really, really small amount, which is going to be hard for these industrialized countries to compete with if we're growing outdoors so my thing is more countries jamaica and the caribbean africa are going to come online in the industry oh what do you think um just to really expand on, on andre's point there um and, and you know i'm touching on technology here i think there will be a lot of new innovations coming in in terms of growing um cannabis um you know we we know that cannabis isn't traditionally uh, a plant that grows well in a commercial environment. Um, so I think a lot of big agricultural companies and you know uh, a lot of big science and biopharmaceutical companies will come in and really uh, play with cannabis genetics. You know, we, we, we each have our individual feelings about that, but I think that will be the case because, you know, again, to increase profitability, um, uh, and to make it easier for a lot more people to access the plant, I think a lot of new technology will come out in terms of, um, you know, making the plant a lot more stronger, uh, more resistant to pests and, um, you know, to increase yield. I think a whole lot of um, standardization around the plant will happen as well, where you see these companies having, you know, certain cultivars, as Andre said, that will um, be you know, really, you know, exclusive to a certain company. Um, and, you know, I, I, you know, it's 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 an amazing time, and I'm, I'm excited to see it. Yep, absolutely. So, you know, I, I agree with both of you. You know, I, I do think that we're going to see some enormous amounts of innovation, and uh, and we'll see just primarily just from a, a capital standpoint alone, many countries um, wanting to now be involved, uh, and you know, our industry. You know, is going to be a global one. It already is, uh, and I think more and more we'll see that happening. Right, uh, the cost to grow on the lights is expensive. Right, I think you're going to see a lot of people who um, who recognize, you know, that it it's the it's just not cost effective sometimes to do that. You know, to, you'll have lots more mixed grows. You know, people doing you know more greenhouse grows. Um, and climate is critical, right? Uh, and so to Andre's point, I do see the Caribbean being a very hot spot for this. Uh, you know, it really does boil down to public sentiment, though, and the ability to, to over, you know, kind of overcome the stigma. You know, we've seen where a lot of stigma still exists, you know, just from when, uh, you know, things like this come up in public votes and stuff like that. We recognize that um, a lot of it just falls to the wayside because people are not educated enough um, and they feel as if this is being pushed on them and they're not ready for it. So, you know, th we'll see what happens as things move forward, but I do believe that, you know, as you guys mentioned, there will be a lot more and there will be a lot more technological advancements for the better or worse <laughs> of the industry. We'll see how that goes, but I do agree with you 100%. Um, and to that point, when we think about, you know, public sentiment and, and people voting on cannabis, there's quite a few states that are coming up right now in 2020 that will be voting for some level of legalization, primarily a lot of them looking at um, um, recreational adult use, uh, you know, cannabis. And I wanted to get your predictions on those. So I'm going to read through the, the states that um, are up for voting and see what you guys think about each state. And then we'll check your record as, um, as you know, things progress throughout 2020. <laughs> All right. All right. Cool. Good deal. All right. So let's start with um, Arizona and we'll start with Andre. Arizona, Andre. Absolutely. 100%. Okay. Odin. Yes. 
Absolutely. Um, and that's a yes from me too. So we all think Arizona is going to go legal. That's great. All right. Next yeah, I think that one is, yeah, just to give a point, I think that one's a, 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 a no brainer because California, Nevada, they're all there. They're all already legal. Arizona is just a net state over. I think it's a no brainer that it will go. It is. It is. And you know, it's come up before, don't forget. And it, it, it didn't pass by about 1%. So hopefully they found that 1% that, that they need to convince and we can get, um, you know, legal cannabis in Arizona. But my fingers are crossed there. Um, and I should mention my daughter committed to Arizona State, so she did. Huh? Yes, she did. So um, you know, uh, it, I have a special connection to Arizona now. So it, it hopefully it happens. Uh, <laughs> That's awesome. Yep. Uh, next on the list is Arkansas, and we'll start with Odane. No. Okay. I would agree. No, I I would agree. Also, no. All right, and you know it's a no from me also. So uh, <laughs> wow, I mean, <laughs> this is good. And, and any reason why in your minds why no would be there? You just don't. You think it's a very conservative state? Yeah, it's still super conservative. I don't think, um, and even the, the surrounding um, states, I don't think they're ready for you know, legal cannabis access yet. Yeah, I think well. My my reason for that is a little bit different in that they have a huge opioid and, and LSD addiction problem in, in, in Arkansas, and that's been there for decades. I just don't see them making that transition to another quote-unquote drug as as the way and means of doing things there. I just don't see it happening. Okay. All right. All right. That's reasonable. Next on our list, Connecticut. Andre? 100%. Um, D.C., New York. New York has been very progressive in how they're handling cannabis, very responsible in how they're doing it. Connecticut is part of the tri-state area. I think they're going to go. Okay. I agree with Andre. No points. Absolutely. I'm going to say no here. I, I think that, um, it, you know, they'd like it to happen. I know we we all like it to happen, but I, I see some, some um, people who are just against that in Connecticut it's an interesting mishmash of, of, of people and cultures. Um, I'm going to go with no. So let's see how we work out here as we move forward. All right. All right. Next <laughs> on the list, Florida. Start with O. Uh, I'm sorry. I jump, I'm jumping on yeah, that because, because I live Florida. in Florida. I yes. You. <laughs> 100% yes. 100% yes. I'm already seeing the growing ramping up. I'm seeing the applications are going in. Um, just the general attitude. One of the major proponents of, of legalization has been this um, lawyer, this lawyer um, John Morgan. Uh, he's put a lot of his time, a lot of money, and he has a lot of political power. It's personal for him because he has members in his family that, are, that have been ill, that cannabis has helped. It's happening. Oh. Okay. Yeah, I think I think um, Florida will 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 go legal uh, in 2020. Um, it's 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 been on the ballot for a few years now, and I think you know with with so many activists and um, legislators pushing for, for legalization, I think it will definitely happen. All right. Cool. And it's a yes from me too. So I think we all agree. Next on the list, Idaho. Idaho, I don't know. <laughs> I, I say no to Idaho. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with no with Idaho as well. Um, okay. It's still a very conservative state. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, I am going to go with no also on that one. Uh, all right. So that's great. Uh, next on the list, Mississippi. Definitely no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's still a part of the Bible Belt. Still very conservative down there. Still also had uh, an opioid issue down there too. I don't see it happening there either. No. All right, it's a no from me too. Same reasons. Um, then Missouri. Hmm. Missouri is the show me state. I think some of the neighboring states, including um, Michigan, um, I, I think they are at the point now where they might be they might be ready to do this. So I, I I'm going to go out on the limb here and I'm going to say yes for Missouri. Oh, I will say. No, because I don't know enough about Missouri to make a, uh, a, a, a proper prediction. So I'm going to go with no. And that is my conservative opinion. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So no from me, too. I just don't think there are. <laughs> Next is Montana. You know, 100% for Montana. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. Going out there. I guess oh, Monta you Montana, Montana is a stone throw away from, from Colorado. Uh, they share the same kind of people, the same kind of clientele. Colorado has been legal for some time now, so I really see them stepping up and, and, and following suit. Mm, that's that's <laughs> compelling. What do you think, O? I, I, you know, he made good points, and I, I you know, it, it's definitely a possibility. I just haven't heard anything um, in the news about Montana, you know, doing anything about cannabis. So yeah, yeah neither right that much. <laughs> um, so for me, man, I, I don't know. I they feel... would have to move fairly quickly to to make some type of movement in 2020. I feel. Yeah, me too. Absolutely. And, and let's see whether or not it makes it on to the ballot 100%. We'll see. But for now, I'm going no. Uh, next on the list is New Jersey. Oh. Yes. All right. And... 100% for me. Um, spent 30 years in New Jersey. I uh, love the people. They've been very progressive. Um, they have a good support system in terms of medical marijuana that is being pushed there, I think New Jersey is going to go, especially because, too, they're also a part of the tri-state area. I believe everyone in the tri-state area who's going to have ballots about cannabis, they're going to pass them for next year. Okay, wow. So I say yes to all. So I'm in Jersey. I feel that that will happen. Um, and that leads us to New York. So I already know your vote, Andre. It's a yes. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> oh, what do you think? Oh, oh, I think um, New York will will, will definitely, um, you know, pass illegal cannabis. Um, you know, it's been um, discussed for a while now in New York. And, and yeah, I think it's definitely going to, you know, break that barrier in 2020. All right. All right. So that's a yes from all of us. North Dakota. No. Okay. <laughs> North Dakota, I'm going to have to say no to ya. All no. right. <laughs> I agree with you. Yes, yes, it's a no here. No question about that. Ohio. I say yes for Ohio. They almost passed it um, a couple years ago in 2016. Um, they came really, really close. Things have developed for their other, you know, for the near states behind or uh, beside them, uh, you know, Michigan, where we are. So I think they're, they're next to go, yes. Yeah, they'll definitely pass in 2020. I've been hearing a lot of um, good news about um, the thing going on in Ohio, and I think the people are ready for um, legal cannabis. You know, they they, they they travel to Michigan a lot to purchase cannabis. So yeah. I think that's a nice move to really keep revenue in the state. All right. It's a yes for me, too. So I feel the same way. Oklahoma. Oklahoma, I don't know ya. Uh, I say no for Oklahoma. Another part of the Bible Belt, very, very conservative. Also, too, had some um, opioid issues. Any of the states that had opioid issues, I don't think I don't see them passing anything in Atlanta in the cannabis space right now. Yes, for Oklahoma, for me, I've been hearing some good news about Oklahoma. I think they 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 passed some type of law already, and um, a lot of people are taking advantage of it. Um, I need to read up more about what's going on in that state, but I do think um, there's a lot of cannabis activists that are doing some good work there in Oklahoma. So yes. Yeah, I agree that there is definitely a lot of activists. Um, as to whether or not it'll pass in 2020, I'm gonna go with no. Uh, so let's see. We'll see what happens. We have a pretty cool split there. Uh, Rhode Island's next. 100% they are going to pass. Yes, Rhode Island will pass. It's a yes for me too, no question. And um, Nebraska. Nebraska's kind of iffy for me. Um, the good thing is, though, is that, you know, they, they grow a lot of corn in Nebraska. Um, the corn is, industry is not what it used to be. I think they might start growing hemp there very soon. I say yes to Nebraska. Huh, interesting. You know, you made a good point about the corn and the, the industry there. Um, but I, I still think Nebraska is still a very conservative state, so I'm going to go with no. Yeah, it's a no from me, too, I, for the same reason. I think they're, they're not ready necessarily. I think they'll be ready in the future, but I don't know if they're ready now. I think there's still a lot of signatures that those guys need to get to, to really get this um, properly on the ballot. Um, and uh, South Dakota, last but not least. 
No. Big fat no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't see that happening there. Not anytime soon. Yeah, not 2020. Okay, all right. Um, I think I agree with you guys on that too. Uh, so we'll see what happens. I, I, you know, again, South Dakota might be. I'm, I'm on the fence a bit, but you know, I'm gonna go with no. Uh, just kind of knowing how that works there. Uh, the next, uh, I think that was our last one actually. And uh, you know, in terms of what we're thinking at this moment, I mean, what I'm thinking is that 2020 is going to be a great year um, for legalization. I mean, based on what we just said, it sounded like most of these states are going to pass. Um, in our opinion, and uh, and so that's good news, right? Without question for us across the board that you know that that will happen. Um, yeah, I, I I would agree with you there, G. Um, I also think that there's going to be a number of new companies, new industries coming in, not those that directly deal with cannabis, but in terms of the the innovations, um, you know, the auxiliary businesses. Um, one of the things that I've been very impressed with with the CBD boom that took place this year, just just the industries that just just you know had an idea, saw a way of which it could be applicable to the industry, and jumped in and boom you know it's making it happen i think we're going to continue to see more of that in in 2020 especially once cannabis comes online um you know we just went through a bunch of states that might be coming online completely so i i i see businesses developing with that i see different industries not just the health and wellness industries just general industries too like you know hotels and restaurants and and spas and um, you know, stuff that you can do at home. I, I just see a lot of innovation coming. Uh, the, just remember now, the CBD industry went from you know a hundred billion to a hundred million to to five hundred million in in twelve months. And a big part of that is not just the purchase of products, but the innovation of the use of products. So I think we're going to see a lot more of that in 2020. Okay, I mean, and is that specific to you in uh, in CBD, or are we saying more in the cannabis space? What 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 what's? I, I see I see actually both both. I, I think I think cannabis is going to have a big year in 2020 because um, CBD is still riding their wave right now. Um, things are not exactly tapering off, but you know you know we'll see what the numbers come in because the whole, you know, Christmas industry just, you know, Christmas season just ended. So we'll see if it kind of tapered off or it boosted up a little bit before we go into 2020. But I think it will continue. I think that cannabis coming online more, you'll see a lot more innovation starting there. And it will be quick like what it ha like what happened this year um, for CBD. Wow, that's a, that's a very bold prediction. Um, I think, you know, cannabis as an ingredient product, um, still has a way to go. I'm, I'm hoping to see it, you know, become an ingredient in more things like CBD has become in so many others. Um, but obviously a lot of that is tied directly to the legalization side of things because of the, the THC portion. And, you know, as we become, I think, more educated and um, our government becomes more educated, maybe we'll see that. But I don't see that being the case in 2020. What I do see happening, I think, from a cannabis standpoint, is where we will potentially have more, uh, I think, education on how to use cannabis safely, right? I think we'll, we'll get a, a better sense of that and maybe even more regulation, especially when it comes to things like edibles and things like that. I think the innovation, the, the, the legality, um, the, just the overall you know, understanding of cannabis will be greater, uh, especially yeah. in the United States. Yeah, that you just reminded me of something there too, G. You're 100% correct. Because remember now, one of the major developments that happened this year is is number one, which happened a month and a half ago when Major, major League Baseball took marijuana off their, their banned substances and they don't test for that anymore. Um, we saw WADA this year approving CBD uses for, for recovery. So, and shortly after that, you know, we saw that the NFL is taking a look at it, the NBA is taking a look at it. If these professional organizations, if these teams, if these universities come online, the innovations are going to go through the roof. Yes, I agree. How, what do you think, Oh. I agree. I agree. I think, um, you know, 2020 will be a year of education and um, that's going to be very important for this industry going forward because, again, we have to <laughs> relearn 
um, what we've been taught about cannabis. Um, you know, we, we, we know coming from where we're from that it's a medicine for us, um, but not a lot of people see it that way. So, you know, in terms of consumption and overall safe use of the, of, of the plant, um, you know, I hate to call it a drug. <laughs> it's a plant. Um, I think a, a lot of education will be needed, and I think um, that w- that will be how it's adopted in 2020. All right. And on that note, we're going to end our show today. A um, lot of great predictions, a um, lot of awesome observations for 2019. Uh, I hope that our listeners enjoyed this episode. Um, I know I enjoyed and learned a whole lot from you guys today. Uh, and I can't wait to see what happens throughout 2020, how, how accurate we were. Um, we know that Jamrock obviously will be doing a lot of great things in 2020, and we're looking forward to making our listeners aware of all those things uh, in a future episode. Uh, but again, it's a great industry, guys, and I'm so happy to be a part of it. I'm so happy that you're my partners in it. And, um, you know, I'm looking forward to 2020, like everyone else is, to be a fantastic year for cannabis. Absolutely. Yeah, I would agree with you. I would agree with you 100%. Um, I'd like to thank you guys. I, it, this has been, honestly, I think the year CBD had this year is the year Jamrock is going to have next year. Um, we planted a lot of seeds, and I think our planning and the direction that we're moving, uh, I've enjoyed doing the podcast with you guys. I think we're getting better and better as our viewers are, are as our listeners are making us know. Um, you know, I really feel like we are a good team. I think we bring a lot to the table and it's going to show in our business for 2020. Thanks a lot, guys. Yes, absolutely. Thank you for everything. Thank you for the opportunities that you've uh, afforded us in the industry and um, keep listening. We have a lot in store for you guys. Absolutely. And with that said, guys, we wish you all a happy new year. Thank you. What's up, everybody? You've just listened to The Real Green Show brought to you by Jamrock Organics. If you enjoyed the show today, please support us by sharing the podcast or leaving us a review. To learn more about us, check us out at jamrockorganics.com. If you or someone you know would like to be a guest on our show, email us at wecare at jamrockorganics.com. Last but not least, please don't take any of the information you get on this show from the hosts or guests as medical legal or financial advice. Speak with the appropriate licensed professional. At times, we will share promotional information and provide commercial reviews of products. We will always disclose when we are paid or if any of our discussions are investment related. Thanks for listening to the show. Peace and love, my friends.